You are a storyteller, stealing moments to create worlds. You thrive on pouring your creative spirit into your words. Great storytelling demands the best of you until every scene and character come to life. But there's more to the story biz than just being a great storyteller. You have to be a story seller. So how are fiction authors like us marketing our books and getting the stories we believe in out to the public? We're Chris and Brock, and this is the Story Biz Podcast. Hey, Brock. All right. Today, we're going to talk about a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. More Star Wars. No, actually, we're not going to talk Star Wars, but we are going to talk about settings. (laughs) Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Story Biz Podcast, where we talk everything from storytelling to story selling. And we'll get to the story yeah. selling part in a little while, but we're we're focused on some storytelling tips right now. And it's too fun. It's just too fun. Yeah, exactly. We're having fun. And like we said, we think people need this here during NaNoWriMo this month of November. Uh, if you're writing your novel right now, keep at it. Here's some great writer's tips. We'll talk about the selling starting in December. We'll start start giving mm-hmm. some more marketing tips and stuff too. But um, but let's let's focus on settings today. And you know, people overlook settings. A lot of times they just think it's just a backdrop and they don't really yeah. give it much thought. The, the reality is settings are very much a, a character in your story as much as any character you've developed, right? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. They really define uh, – well, I guess they bring, they bring something to the table. They bring conflict to the table. They bring a lot to the table just as much as a, a, a villain may or a uh, – They can be the antagonist. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and so here, you know, I'm, I'm, I got one we want to talk about, but I want to give you a, just a really short one. So there's this writer who's at home in his office and he's doing this podcast and his setting and his environment around him sometimes have little kid noises in the background <laughs> and those sounds, <laughs> those sounds play into his setting, you know, that's it. <laughs> they, they add to the, to the authenticity of the fact that we're just like you guys. We're just trying to squeeze every last moment we have out of life to do something awesome and creative. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And that's it. So, yeah, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, you heard the kids. And you know what? <laughs> You're going to hear the kids from time to time. We're keeping it real yeah. here, guys. So um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. A- Ashley was out uh, taking taking uh, birthday breakfast. Birthday breakfast. Friend, yep. All right. So. So you were, you were double dutying it, Dad. Way to go. Double duty. Yep, you got it. Awesome. So, okay, so why didn't we mention a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Because settings are really two things. They're, there's two Ws. There's the where, W's. the where of the setting. And the, yep. and the when. And the when, yeah. So when you're thinking about your setting, um, it's, we want to we populate these worlds. You, you know, your characters need to populate a world that fits what's driving them forward what what is it that's going to be a part of the plot right so um don't just just randomly pick something it's like i mean it it <laughs> it should have purpose right um i you know well, like so yeah okay cool that's good that's really good because when i first set out to write one of my series it was about these five missionary kids in africa right that's what it was now what how i started to think about the plot of the story i'm like oh this doesn't really work like there's things i don't think would work in realism let's just put them in space now my character's had to change and morph a little bit to fit into that space environment, but who they were and their essences could fall into that space setting in the future. And it fit a lot better for my story. So absolutely. Anyways. And you know, just to give some, some, some baseline to a lot of this, uh, I think some of the best stories where the setting has really enhanced the, 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 um, 
the hero, right? Um, their story um, would be like Castaway with Tom Hanks, right? Like he was literally on an island, left alone there, and the island was the mentor. It was also the the antagonist. It also, uh, you know, represented just everything of just the isolation of of being away from everything. Like it was just pulling, it kept pulling him away from life. Like the ocean itself was like this big void that it kept pushing everything back. He could never escape, yeah. right? And so uh, it. It was playing a role. Same thing for like The Martian, right? Um, which I have mixed feelings about that movie. But we'll talk about that later. And you said the book wasn't really. I mean, it was better as a book, but it's still. I don't think the ending was any much that different yeah. with how the character developed, anyways. I feel that. like The Martian it never really stuck the ending. Like our character never really grew. But to that point, though, Mars itself was a character. It was a very harsh environment. It was stealing things from it, very much like Castaway, right? Similar type storyline there. Um, where they're, they're having to be forced into new challenges because of their environment, because of their setting. Mm-hmm. So don't think of setting as just a sterile environment. Environment It should be very much alive. It should be very much a part of the story. Um, and that's not every scene has to be very, like super evident, but like um, it should, in a really great story, it should, should mimic that, um, should really do a good job for you. Um, okay, so here's what we want to do. Get out your notebook, and I want you to start writing down every setting you've ever considered for a story or well i don't maybe not everyone that's that could take a long time but yeah maybe every location you've kind of dreamt up like some of those you know things or places you've spent some time in that you think maybe you'd like to set a story in and just like keep a little like settings journal right like start saying oh this place would be awesome to like i know i've visited places like man i could i could imagine something happening here like something went down here, you know, for sure. And you just, there's certain spaces that are just alive. So you can write those down. Um, and then think about how it relates to the win. Like, well, when, you know, when in, when in Nevada did this go down or, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, during the gold rush, was it during the whatever, you know, like 1950s. And so the when and the where are, are two things that can really add, add life to a story. So um, let me, let me explain. So for me, I'm working on a story right now called uh, Duke Calibers. Uh, you know, it's named after my, my main character, at least for right now, it's named that. Um, and it's kind of a dark West story. And the reason I picked the West is because uh, it's like an Arthurian tale, like a, like King Arthur tale type thing. Yeah. And, um, but like mixed with a little bit of superhero, supernatural. And I was like, you know, I want this to be like, not just a fantasy story, like, like old medieval knights and dragons and all that stuff. I want it to be something fresh and different and I want to place it in a, in a world that's kind of lawless, untamed. Cause that was what he was, he was stepping into the role of bringing order and law and you know, it's not just might is right. It is more than that. Right. Like there's actual uh, order to the cat. We, you know, and that was what Arthur was bringing, right. Him and his knights at the round table. And so I was like, where would that really fit? And I was like, you know, I really, I really had a little soft spot in my heart sometimes for Westerns. You know, where it's just like, you know, it's, it, but I didn't want it just to be another Western either. I was like, you know, that's kind of boring. I want this to be like a fantasy Western. I want to bring some yeah. elements of fantasy. It's like it's Cowboys and Dragons, you know. Um, I love it. And, and I so, love the, the imagery you sent me not too long ago of the, yeah. of the train and the dragon. That was awesome. Yeah. And it was, you know, it's very much to me, it's a, a couple of inspiration points for me. Samurai Jack. I love the Samurai Jack uh, story. So when I watched it, I was like, I love these settings in this world where it's just expansive it's open. There's so much to be explored and tamed, right? And so much to be conquered. And he's on this journey of self-discovery and, and a, a trying to defeat the enemy, this dark evil that's, that's the populous world, right? For Samurai Jack. 
And so this, this visual expansiveness of this world was awesome. And I was like, you know, the West was just a wide open blank slate opportunity. Right. Um, mm. But it was also very much a blank slate for evil as much as it was for those who were looking for bettering their lives. And so there was this great, great setting for this conflict. And um, it was at the same time as like this, this kind of, uh, you know, revolution where you had transportation was taking leaps and, and, and bounds forward with, with the railroad and with um, all these things. So you have like this, in, this industrial revolution at the same time as you had this Western movement. It was just a really cool time of like a mix of like pioneers and, independent free spirits but then also trying to make some law and order out of all this mess right so i felt you know what what better place to put it like an arthurian kind of tale Mm. than in the wild west where he's having to somewhat you know kind of establish this and and of course the 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 trick in all this uh is you know you've got now fantasy creatures dwelling this land and that part (laughs) came from in my mind is like you know you've always come back from a journey where you or, or i'm sorry you've always had people come back from a journey and they told you all these tall tales about their journey um and i could just imagine uh our character as a young boy hearing these stories about what what it's like out west right and there's these these terrible creatures and there's these amazing things and you know people are like yeah come on that didn't really happen like really there was like these this how how crazy can that be right what makes this 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 location this space in in the west somewhat mystical right and almost like imaginative and so it brings like we don't really know what to expect around the next corner it could be something completely wild and unknown because it's an unknown territory to our to our heroes right and so it gives this great um i don't know a great open slate for for bringing fantasy creatures in that that um you know are actually real in our hero's world but like if anybody back east heard about it, they'd be like, no, come on. That didn't really happen. You don't really have freaks like that, you know? Well, yeah, um, that, that goes on in, in uh, Lord of the Rings. For example, Frodo in the, in the Shire, they don't always believe Bilbo's fantastic tales because none of them have seen a dragon or met these things he's talking about, right? Or from the past battles. And, uh, the same is true in, um, oh, shoot, I was thinking of another one. Uh, oh, in Aragon. Uh, I don't know if you read the uh, Inheritance Trilogy by Christopher Paolini. But Aragon, there's these stories of these things that happen, these elves and dragons existed but nobody believes it because nobody experienced it firsthand that's right. something from the time past right right um, so it's very interesting in that way so uh you know my story is going to have an actual town there'll be a, a a hub from where all these journeys and adventures happen from you know that our that our uh, main character will be going back to so you can always have a smaller town be that hub but these journeys will go out from it and so just like you're saying i mean like having having uh frodo be from the shire but he does these adventures out you know he goes and does a journey a hero's journey beyond right um and so that i think that's that's exactly it you're bringing these stories and here's the cool part about like what i'm writing and i, I don't want to just talk too much about what i'm writing but just to give you an no, idea it's good. It's is, a real example. is is because it's a it's a dark west it's not the true wild west that most people found there's like an enchanted pathway one forgotten enchanted pathway that if you took that pathway that gateway takes you to an alternate west that's the dark west that our hero ends up in which is full Hmm. of these fantasy creatures so only the few that come back from that west ever have these tall tales which is why they're thought of as crazy or like uh, you know whatever but the others that go out out west you know they find the the west that we know in our history our timeline right so it's almost like there's this one forgotten enchanted trail that just you know 
if it was all, if everything was closed, that world would never be found. But because there's this one trail that some people found their way across, they ended up in this alternate West and it, it brings a whole lot of fun to the story. So, um, yeah. anyway, well, and so something you talk about there, because you, it's an alternate reality, right? And so as we talk about setting and, uh, as time and as, as where and when, um, you know, a couple of, couple examples that stand, stand out. We, you mentioned the Martian earlier. So right. the Martian set in space on Mars only works because of the time, the when that it exists, right? If right. that was set 100 years in the future, we probably have no problem with uh, ships getting there in a short amount of time for it being easy to send him a resupply. You know, the technology to create on Mars would be different than it is right now. He's alone, limited with the technology of the 2030s. So right. very little. So that, that when creates what technology has to survive in his environment. So as you talk about this, if you take your character back to the past, let's say in the 1800s, that creates a whole other set of problems that your character must overcome because they may not have the type of technologies. In an yeah. alternate universe like you're talking about, whatever has developed in that time, maybe your steampunk story, right? It's all steam and not electricity, right? we got airships. So the setting, uh, the environment that you create in that setting, that world, the, the when and the where are so important because time can restrict what can happen in the where. Does that Absolutely. make sense? Did I yep. say that right? <laughs> yep, you know, exactly, yeah. And you know what the... Um... Uh, Stranger Things would only work if it was in in like pre-texting phone era, right? Absolutely, like, absolutely. You know, yep. you had to have technology be some so limited that it was still somewhat of uh, it was the we were on the the verge of the video game arcade and all this other stuff, which became a meeting place, uh, which became uh, you know just kind of exciting for our heroes. To, but but nobody was always constantly in touch. You couldn't just pick up yeah. a phone and text them to see where they were at. Um, you know, the government couldn't just follow your every move with your cell phone, you know, GPS tracking. Right. So like yeah. those kinds of things, that story only worked because it was pre technology and it made it, uh, you know, really fun to watch too, because well, and and their kids retro. have their walkie talkies, right. But their walkie talkies are limited by size, by, um, distance too. So yeah. even though they have their little walkies, we see that, Oh, they weren't that powerful. They can only go this far. Come in, yeah. come in. Like Dustin's calling them, trying to get hold of them and he can't get a hold of them. You yeah. Know, uh, so yeah. Great. So great sometimes, place. sometimes settings you've seen inspire you. So take those that notebook or those lists that you've written down of all these fun places. Like for me, it was there's I've seen some really cool like just in Utah driving through some of these archways and things like that that just made me wonder if that what if there's one of those that was like a gateway to an alternate west. Like there's things that inspired me, right? So just start with one of those ideas, those vision visuals that you have or or ideas, and use that as your setting and figure out the win that that it happens as well right so maybe it's yeah. the west in the future or maybe it's you know uh space in the past you know like like star wars right um yeah. but like all these things to kind of say the when and the where that's where you're going to start right and then start free writing the like come up with a description of it um ask yourself what makes this world special to my character why why does it matter to them Right. Do they have what's their relationship with this space for Luke Skywalker? His relationship with Tatooine was one of like just like he he wanted to leave. He wanted to become a starfighter he, or you know, he wanted to become a pilot. And it was holding him back like it was it was seen as just there's nothing here to do. Very much small town, you know, USA for him. It's like I'm going to be stuck in a small town. I'm going to be a farmer in a small town and blah, blah, blah. blah right. Like this is just not going to go anywhere. So that was his mm -hmm. his space represented more than just a physical location it represented a, an ideology of like it was it, against his desires to have to have a very 
a very cool life. He was like, man, this is going to be a lame life if I stay here. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so why is the setting important or what is your relationship? I should rather say of your main character to your setting. Um, and then who do they share it with? What, what ties them to it? Right. Cause who we share that space with really helps us to help makes it matter or not to us. Right. Um, well, let what, me, let me ask you this because this is, you know, you're talking about setting in comparison to character. What if I have this idea and I'm inspired by the setting and I just don't know what, what, who's going into that setting? Is it okay to start with my setting and then come with the character? Or do I always have to have the character before I come with the setting? I think it, it can go either way because I think the, char- cool. the, the setting is a character. And that's, right. what I, that's where I'm like, I think we overlook a lot of times that settings are just places, but they really are characters too. I mean, um, so, uh, you know, the matrix, I mean, the, the setting itself might've been just really cool to come up with in and of itself before you even know who populated those worlds. Right. Sure. It's like this, this whole computer, you know, using people as batteries world was basically the setting. Right. Um, and you're like, Whoa, this is awesome. Well, what, there's a story that we had here. Well, then what comes out of that might be a character. And, you know, you start imagining, well, what if one of those, one of those humans then, you know, uh, starts to, a journey of self-discovery that he is just a battery and he comes out of it. What if there's others that have already come out of it and they're trying to bring everybody back out of it. Okay. So like you could start, I could see like an image oftentimes inspiring story for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so then I guess we can go into the basics of story. I mean, I think everybody who's listening to this podcast knows the basics of like how to bring a setting to life. You want to use your five senses. You want to use smell. You want to use sight. Don't just talk about what you see. You want to talk about the experience. What is it? What does the air taste like? Or what does the, the ground feel like under the feet? You know, those are things that you can make yeah. settings come more alive. Those are writing techniques you can use in your actual prose to kind of uh, bring the space alive. But I think what we're talking about today is more about it becoming a character too, right? Like um, uh, it, it, causes your your main character to have feelings of claustrophobia or um memories that might it might trigger just certain smells in certain areas right like who hasn't gone back to a farm and you're like oh man i remember you know growing up in a place that smelled like this or or something right like just a farm uh, it smells like home you know i hear that all the time (laughs) (laughs) you know um and so those are things that can trigger memories in our heroes and that triggers backstory as well so um yeah, I think yeah, that's the key. Know, know your where and know your when. Those, those are two things for, for a, a location. But I guess also know your, know your why. Why is it there, right? Why is this location there? Um, a couple of good whys would be like in, in Gravity. If you haven't seen the movie Gravity, why, why was Gravity the story that it was, which I think was a brilliant story. Uh, I really loved it. Um, was because she was in a very dark place in her life. She lost her daughter. She was kind of just struggling with depression and frustration and very loneliness. And here she ends up getting literally left alone in space to survive and has yeah. to fight her way back to earth, you know, and it's just, well, everything's a struggle. And the yeah. backdrop of a bleak black space, right. Of an emptiness. Right. It, it sat so well with what she was dealing with. And like you said, the aloneness, but not only the fact that she ends up alone, but even early on being, in your suit, out in space, there's a loneliness to that, a claustrophobia, a tightness. So, uh, yeah, that was a very, oh, man. Yeah, that's a great story to bring up in the context of how she was feeling emotionally as a character, but also where they placed her to tell a story. That story may not have worked somewhere else, right? It yeah. really worked in space. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
the opening images of him as a kid with his mom dying of cancer. And it's in this, it's set in this, the late seventies. Like that just sets his on earth, late seventies. He's got the, he's got the divide with the walk. Was it even a walk? I guess it might've been maybe eighties in or yeah, something, right? He's Cause he had a walk yeah. see that tape player or stuff like that. So, um, and he's just like, well, this thing's awesome, you know, and it, it set a certain time period that gives him his quirkiness as a character that despite the fact that there's this whole greater universe out there going on, he's just this still acts like a kid who's from the seventies. Who's got this, you know, Walkman and that sets it. And so his, the environments of gardens, of the galaxy are all very like bright colored, very seventies ish looks to him. If you look at it visually, you know, mm-hmm. it's like all the way through, even though it's in space, it's like, you've got this kind of, this vibe to every character and everything that's in that series that really to me feels like it's just a, it's a period piece, even though it's not, I don't know. It's just kind of fun that way. Yeah. So, um, from, from the spaceships to the, to the, uh, um, the characters he runs into, everything fits that vibe. Um, and And we'll need to, we'll probably need to talk, uh, you know, on the road, something about, you know, researching your setting, especially if you have a timepiece, uh, you know, a when that's in the past, because, the awesome the shows that I've liked the most are when they authentically really pay attention to the setting they're creating. If they set it in a past time, you can see through things. Uh, you you shared a, a meme with me earlier about Star Wars, right? With uh, the lightsaber yeah. and the Phillips screwdriver, the yeah. Phillips screwdriver <laughs> pull, and it's like what? And I, you know, you, I, you know, obviously that was just a mistake when it came to props. And it's a movie, yeah. so it's visual. But if you're writing a story, you're putting together a story, whether it be a script or a book, it's important not to have technology in your story that would not have existed in a time period in which it, it, it's taking place. Right. Um, you know, cause, cause it's, it's just going to throw your reader off. It's going to pull them out of the story they're in the midst of and make them stop and pause. And as soon as you pull somebody out of the story for a moment and they have to pause on a question, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You're, you're going to, you can lose them yeah. and they're not, they may not get back into it or they may not be believe you anymore and trust your characters or your story because you pulled them out. And they're like, that doesn't work. Yeah. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. So, no, I get it. That's a great episode to write down. Let's put a note down to do that. Well, like, how do you ensure integrity of space, um, you know, as well? Um, but anyway, yeah. for settings, don't just think of them. I guess today's episode really is all it's about. is just don't think of them as just a place. They are a personality, too, right? They really are um, there to drive your story forward, too. Um, and so they should. If you guys Absolutely. are liking what you're hearing, please go to thestorybiz.com and fill out the little form there. It's like two questions. We're going to send you a free ebook here in the next week as well as we wrap that up um called characters right or what was what did we decide it was <laughs> character uh, writing secrets. every day it changes Char- we just gotta like character write writing down. secrets i just gotta i gotta nail it down character writing secrets <laughs> anyway what do you guys think it should be called yeah there you go us, email us <laughs> yeah we're having fun with this but anyway that that's gonna be our story story for you character writing secrets check it out um and we would love your feedback as well on the show let us know how we're doing uh, we really appreciate you guys, and hopefully this is encouraging you in your writing pursuits to finish yes. strong. Keep keep going. All right. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.